Tell me one word for not enteral or one word for beyond enteral. Keep on guessing till I reveal the name of today's topic. It's Ta-da! Parental Roots of Drug Administration Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host Dr. Radhika Vijay, MBBS MD Pharmacology and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better and make your concepts crystal clear. If you really find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. Hmm, so the word of the day is capital P-A-R, par, E-N-T-E-R-A-L, enteral. You know, in Greek, Par means beyond and enterals is referred to as intestinal. It means other than the enteral. I know what you are imagining. The drug is administered via injection and it reaches the systemic circulation. Well, it can reach either blood or it can reach the tissue fluid. And you know what? Yes, you are right. Basically, it's all that. If a drug cannot be absorbed nicely from the gastrointestinal tract, better give it parenterally. Drugs like heparin? Then what happens? Sometimes a drug could be unstable in the gastrointestinal tract. Then you should give the drug parenterally. Yes, I'm talking about insulin. And parenteral route is the choicest route for unconscious patients. A patient is a difficult one, either in the state of vomiting or diarrhea or non-cooperative. You can opt this route very nicely. Rapidity and surety of action are the plus points for this route. Liver is bypassed. And there's a good control over medicine. But then as always we do, we cannot ignore the minus points too. Preparation is quite expensive and it has to be sterilized. And this route is irreversible. So you have to be really cautious. It may turn out to be painful. It may turn out to be pyrogenic. It may be damaging to the local tissue and sometimes it may turn out to be infectious, though it happens rarely. It involves a good amount of risk and sometimes it requires more than one person for assistance. Enough of history and details about the route. Let's get into the types. First, let's talk about injections. And yes, the first and foremost and the most common one I want to talk about is the intravenous, capital IV root. As the name suggests, drug is entered via the lumen of veins. 
Very commonly, one vein used is antecubital vein. Drug is injected as a bolus. And you know what bolus is derived from? Just for your general knowledge, in Greek, the word B-O-L-O-S, bolos, it means lump. So here we get the word bolus. Or the drug can be given as an infusion. Now, if you are giving the drug as bolus, full amount of drug, it reaches the systemic circulation in no time. While it takes only a few hours in slow IV infusion, and then there are certain other consequences also, there are lower peaks of drug actually attained in the plasma and the circulating drug it, it it goes there for a longer duration the interval vein lining is actually not sensitive so it gets dissolved or diluted with the blood now why i'm telling you what is the sense of all this information because I want to tell you one very good fact and use of this particular route. Yes, about the intravenous route. Irritant drugs, they can be easily injected intravenously. Now, you understand the purpose of telling you all that information? Well, without a basis, you cannot build a building, right? Then there are many advantages. Yes, apart from this, I can really count on my fingers and make you count too. Let's talk about them. Liver is bypassed and what you get is 100% bioavailability. Then there's a rapid onset of drug action. It's route of choice for emergency situations. Third, difficult patients can opt for this route. I already told you that. Fourth, large fluids infused can be done at a uniform rate. Fifth, and yes, the best advantage is that there are certain drugs whose response is not measured accurately. Um, response can be something like blood pressure or sometimes the drug is short acting. Sometimes a short-acting drug like sodium nitroprusside, then you need this particular route because there's a need of titration. The dose is titrated with response in this particular route and it's always a good practice needed at this particular hour of time. Got it? I hope you understood the whole advantage concept. Now, no delays. Here we start counting the negatives of this particular route again. This is the most risky route. There's a high concentration which reaches the vital organs. Vital organs I'm talking about like heart, brain. Second important disadvantage is that assistance is required and they should be strict aseptic conditions then third it's actually very painful sometimes yes it does turn out to be but then you can do nothing because it is irreversible fourth air embolism forms 
and a matter of mere chance and then it may prove fatal also fifth it's limited for aqueous solutions you cannot administer suspensions or oily drugs there is no availability of depot preparations especially when i'm talking about the intravenous route there is depot preparation in other types of injection but not here got it then let's talk about the sixth one extravasation occurs sometimes and if it does then it may lead to multiple problems like thrombosis of vein thrombophlebitis tissue necrosis around the site of injection and so on you know one good way to avoid these problematic situations is to dilute the drug that is one way and another way is to associate the drug in an already running intravenous line that's another way so this was a whole hearty description about the intravenous route its advantages its disadvantages wait the show is not over yet let's quickly know some good to know examples at this particular moment antibiotics heparin dopamine intravenous drip infusion glucose as capital gdw then capital gns expanded as glucose normal saline then we have norepinephrine iv drip infusion all and much more similar likely drugs they are given by intravenous route yes now officially i declare today's ending for all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast please visit www.isfarmacologydifficult.com you can also sign up for a free monthly e-newsletter of mine it actually contains a lot of updates about the medicinal sciences drug information and my podcast updates also you can follow me on different social media handles like twitter insta facebook and linkedin they all are with the same name is pharmacology difficult If you are listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned to read and review on iTunes Apple podcast. Stay safe, stay happy, stay enlightened. Thank you.